0: Hi, this is johnny corn and welcome to by the way my co-host here is reggie shorter how you guys doing today and of course if you want to catch my stuff you can go to Johnnycorn.net. reggie how about you
1: if you want to catch
2: me you can catch me at, at reggie shorter on my twitter account at reggie shorter and of course we have producer dave oh yeah you can uh, you can just go to ecoplexmedia.com find out all about us and uh, i don't know give us money on the support page and we have a very special guest today. I'm really excited about this
0: because it's a reunion. Um, Michael Gilkison is is joining us from Los Angeles. Yes. Hello, oh, Michael. Oh, hey,
3: guys. Thank you for having me. Well, thank it's you for special. doing this. This is I great. Like I'm a special Mike.
0: guest. I feel honored. I'm well, you good. are
2: very special. Uh, the 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 image that, that, that your video was stuck on, by the way, isn't like embarrassing. You're not picking your nose or anything, so don't worry about it.
3: Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that could go a lot of different ways.
2: So, uh, Mike, that let's flute. Go ahead.
0: Dang.
3: No, it could got, it could have got stuck on me playing that flute, the Kenny Thomas song.
0: Oh, uh, man. By the way, we should probably mention that the reason why we did that song at the beginning is because that song was in a movie that the three of us were in called Comedy of the Corn. Yes. Uh, which is not a documentary about my my stand-up. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah we'll get into that in a little bit but let's do a little bit of background on, on you michael uh if people want to check you out where do they get your information
3: i'm the most active on instagram aka greasy and that's just michael.gilkison and twitter while you're on the shitter not too active there at michael Gilkison, Gilk like milk i right. s-o-n yeah
0: all right and I'm trying to think back on I know exactly the moment I met Reggie because it was over the PX show I think I met you if I'm not mistaken wasn't that over at the Sazie Improv?
3: Um, no I I messaged you about your Campbell show off the hook when that oh, first
0: started okay yeah because I was trying to remember how I met you uh, that was several years ago now it was so long ago you know, the first thing to go is your mind I'm just saying I met you Mike at uh, Woodham's, yeah
3: Yep, Widdum's Lounge.
0: Widdum's at them 2, two o'clock in the morning to open ones. mic, huh?
3: I know, man. We were really grinding it out then. Man.
0: And we quickly ended <laughs> up becoming uh, you know, pretty good friends. Come I, a long way, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The old Off the Hook, God, that show's been uh, gone for quite a long time. Of course, you've done my other show, uh, Grapes of Laugh, which what a contrast in between the two shows, right?
3: Well, one is at a wine bar, and the other one is at a... Uh, South Bay Area biker bar, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> like Slightly an old Hell's yeah. Angel congregation or something. Yeah, <laughs> grapes is great. Yeah, I so, remember Johnny messaging you about um, the Campbell show off the hook. I was like, shoot, I'll never get on this show. It's just down the street from me. It'll be too perfect. And then you message me back. You liked my tape, which re- very rarely happens. Starting out doing comedy, and then after that, you just we just really clicked hit it off you let me host
0: yes a couple of times in fact i think you're the only other host
3: i think so yeah you would know
0: and i will point out that uh, how long have you been doing comedy
3: i just passed my six-year mark
0: wow congratulations
3: yeah thank you yeah daylight savings time is how i know (laughs) because that was one of my first jokes i was like man america we got to be drunk to get fooled like this, turning the clocks back an hour, you're like, oh, shit, what time is it? It's
1: like time stood still. I remember, Mike would be at yeah. the, I remember Mike would be at the open mics with the nice dress jacket on, with the nice blazer on. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be at the nice blazer on. I see him, and we meet up outside and burn up, and then we go back in there. Those are the days right there, man. Yeah.
3: yeah. I still wear jackets. I have, like, literally right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, six nine jackets hanging up right now. I don't want to say Wait. that, but
1: I, I knew you have hella. Do you you wear wear them during the summer?
3: (laughs) I do, because it gets cold at night.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, LA,
3: it's been weird here in LA. It's like a um, San Francisco summer, but it's been hot for you guys. But it's what a normal San Francisco summer has been like. It's like that breezy
1: breezy stuff.
3: Can't even see the sky. It's very smoggy, foggy, whatever it is. I don't want to know what I'm breathing. Mm
0: -hmm. So... Uh, how long have you been? You're also a director. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, um, you write?
3: I, yeah, I, I started out writing, and then I was like, oh, I got to actually make my stuff to get better. And then when you make your own stuff, it makes you a better writer. And directing, of course, that helped me like with acting stuff because like setting up the cameras and figuring out what angles you want to get. That's one beast. That's half of it. And then the other half is um, coaching the actors and telling them, you know, how to communicate effectively rather.
0: Well, that's so, true. Yeah. The uh, other thing is, you, you, I've seen uh, at least a couple of television shows where I look and I go like, wait a second, is that Michael Gilkyson? Um So, <laughs> so you, you're always good for a surprise every once in a while yes in the yeah, parks and well, rec in the parks and rec i seen you
1: in the back over at the table kicking it over there
3: oh you mean the neighborhood i seen the you, neighborhood?
1: I, I, I seen them back there chilling i said that's my friend back there yeah
3: oh friend. man that was a dream come how the hell did you that. catch
1: that how can we can you talk about that how'd you get that
3: yeah i gotta give a shout out to central casting they've been around since like 1920 like, with all the old school movies you see, all the extras, that's most likely central casting in New York or L.A., and I've just started working my way through that. I uh, I lost some weight, like, 20 pounds ago there when I moved go. here. Like, a year ago, I wasn't getting stuff. But then I started, like, working out like crazy and shed some weight, and now I'm, like, getting lots of stuff. There you go. My ringing off the hook. But um, I, I got a funny story about the neighborhood one because it was a dream to just be on set with cedric the entertainer and watch him work hell yeah um he reminded me a lot of you reggie like he would just (laughs) he would just come up with shit off the fly and i mean this is cbs this is a cbs sitcom they have everything timed out exactly they have all the cameras set up when they're gonna move them how long it takes said to say the line and he would just make up something he'd be like oh how about this and then just throwing stuff out
1: oh man but
3: but that was in the season finale that's and a big compliment it, man thank you yeah yeah No, yeah. you got the stuff i knew from day 1 watching your stand up you're one of the, like you 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 make me laugh and it's <laughs> rare doing comedy for a long time Ditto. to have somebody that makes you laugh same with you johnny like you make me laugh you're hilarious well, you yeah. have to have that. You have to have that in order to get to that next level. But um in that next level I was at, this this do I have time to tell a story? This is a little bit of a longer one, but it's a really good one.
0: Well, uh let's let's see how it goes. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Well, um speak your truth. That that neighborhood show was about Cedric and the other gentleman from uh New Girl. Mm-hmm. Um god I'm blanking on his name sorry dude I need to talk about
1: slim dude with the little flat top I know you're talking about
3: Max is it Max yeah Max so they get invited to go to a country club and they say to Cedric they're like we're gonna need you to take your hat off and he's like okay this is some racist shit (laughs) and then Max is wearing his hat and he's like he's like no it's not a racist shit they would say that to anybody and they don't say shit to Max. Like they don't make him take off his hat or anything. And that's what the entire scene's about. He gets upset. He's like, I can't believe that you guys <laughs> make him and I was I was kinda like thinking in the back of my head, I was like, Oh shit. I don't I, I don't think this stuff happens in real life. I mean, <laughs> like country clubs and stuff, like rich liberal people, I don't think they would be like that.
1: Sh- well you so, never know though. Never know. So
3: man. Fast fast forward, and I'm hanging out with Eddie Griffin at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And, like, we're hanging out for, like, six hours. And um, it was me and Mason Pryor, who's a friend of mine, and a couple other of his yeah, friends. No and we all go down to get a table at the polo club. And they have, like, polo etched in the ice cube. And um, Ed's got this sharp red hat on and like a red jumpsuit and this server comes up and he's in the middle of the story he's like yeah prince is my cousin our grandfathers were brothers we used to play music together out there the in the hallway oh yeah the symbol what he said that their grandfathers were brothers
0: i did not know that
3: yeah wow i didn't know that either i don't think a lot of people know it wow um i and I don't think he'd bullshit about that. He's a, pretty, he's a pretty fucking cool guy, so I don't think he'd make that up. No,
0: I, I, you, you, know, you never know who's like, related to There's who. no need yeah, to impress me.
3: Right, right. So he was telling me this story about Prince, and then the waitress interrupts him, and she's like, excuse me, um, sir, could you remove your hat, please? Wow. And I'm like, oh, no, you fucking did not. Wow. Did not just See, we all we all kind of look around at each other at the table
1: oh hell no and
3: like yeah exactly and we're like all super pissed and um <laughs> and then and he like handles it perfectly he's like is that in your handbook she's like, yes. <laughs> she's like yes she's like yes yes actually it is and he goes oh is your handbook online
4: <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he keeps
4: doing
3: it. Well, oh, the, man. But he gave it to him so good. But it was just like did. crazy shit. I was like, okay, this is some LA uh, liberal racism, country well, club racism. And, and like, a lot I of these times
0: when, you, when there's writers that actually write a script for a TV show or a movie or whatever the case may be, a lot of times the scene has actually happened to them in real life and they just adapted a little bit to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So this ties into your story because it's like. Uh, the writer or whomever, probably experienced that and then put that into the show. And then you experienced it in real life.
3: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, um, I took a screenwriting workshop with Bernadette Luckett, who's a Berkeley local, and she wrote for one of my favorite Disney shows, Sister, Sister, Mm -hmm. with the yeah, The Twins. Yeah. The Twins, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I think they have a talk show now, one of them.
1: Uh, On the real which is, I went to school yes, with Jeannie uh, G- yes. G- Mai I went to high school with Jeannie uh, Mai yep
3: oh no shit yep
0: so that's cool no that, that so, is so cool. yeah
3: she said the same thing Johnny she was like oh we, we all just share stories from our real life and make it into an episode
0: see right. the thing is if I ever told anything about my like the life I've lived nobody would believe me anyway um, so <laughs> because of that you have some crazy stories I, I, I really do I really do um, now now Comedy of the Corn. Um, this movie was based on something that actually happened. We were on a road trip uh, to Hollister, was it? Hollister. <laughs> yes. And uh, how much did we smoke on that trip on the way down?
1: Probably almost a half. Uh, Probably almost a half. I, almost. I don't Probably know. Almost a half.
0: Quite, quite a bit. There are four comedians in the car. One uh, is not associated with the movie, so we won't say who she is. Uh, but the other three of us... Uh, that we, di- support,
3: <coughs> we, we support female comedians because we're woke. Of
0: like that before well, we, it was cool no 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 the reason why uh, I, I mentioned that <laughs> is because um, we, we love her to death she's a fantastic comedian but because she didn't want to be involved in the movie I'm not going to use her name uh, but yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, there's matters, the four so. of us and we're driving in my jeep down to Hollister and we are smoking and the whole thing and the conversation at the very beginning of that movie is almost verbatim because who was it that recorded Was it was it her or you
3: it was her oh. I yeah. asked her I asked her for a copy of it. I was like, "Cause a, it's weird for somebody to record your conversation without telling you, and it's illegal yes, in California." Yes,
1: that was that was very so, strange.
3: So, but it was even stranger that she wouldn't let us hear it and listen to it. What the hell! So that was strange. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I've got a great memory. I'm just gonna write it, and it's and pretty much verbatim, be just as good. And I mean, yeah, it it I think it's yeah. all,
0: almost spot on too. So the very beginning of the movie. I can a,
3: remember conversations verbatim. That's one of my
0: gifts that I have. No, I know you yeah, have very good <laughs> memory. Verbatim. Hey, hey, um, so at the very beginning of this movie, <laughs> that actually happened. Mm-hmm. And the opening yeah. scene uh, is an ode to Off the Hook because it's filmed in the Off the Hook <laughs> parking lot back when that show existed. Yep. And um, so uh, the old Off the Hook from my old show does appear in this movie a couple of times.
2: Right around now, the fellows went into commentary on their movie, Comedy of the Corn, obviously we can't show you a movie on a podcast so we cut that part out you can find the commentary on the movie on our youtube channel that's youtube.com slash and we're going to pick it up right about here 2016
0: 2016 damn
2: it four years. <clears throat> yeah,
1: four years
0: yeah 2016 is when that movie was uh i just saw the copyright at the end of it so uh, okay. We're going to continue on with the regular podcast in a second, but I just wanted to say a story about um, the. Remember with the San Jose Improv, and and the sound went out, and so we we're just shouting out lines in the audience. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
3: Oh my gosh! Well, I could tell this. This is just me as a new filmmaker, um, and and Dave and technical people know more about this, but the the sound went out in some of the scenes and it was because i edited it on different computers so when i edited it all together the some of the, some of the sound was only coming out of the left channel and um you know in, in sound you have the middle you have the left you have the right and sometimes it just comes out the other side so at the san jose improv where we did our q and a and played it um the speakers were broken where the the only sound was coming out sometimes, so we were just we didn't know why that was happening. So, um, and and Kenny Thomas he told us some reasons why. He said that like Joe Coy yep. used the microphone as his dick and smacked it and like it that's mess- what he told me. He, he told he told all these stories about comedians like hitting microphones <laughs> and messing up speakers and them not getting replaced and stuff. So. Here we are premiering the movie. The sound goes out, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is a fucking nightmare! I'm such no, you, a hack! You I'm you a did great. Fake.
1: You but, handled it well, though, man. You know all. But we all, all, we all of well. us, we handled it well. But you, you know?
3: guys chimed in and started saying out the lines, and it you know like, that, it was that's like some new, some new age stuff. We all were, right, man. We, we like we invented something. Yeah, live performance. Like, all
2: right, let me um, let me break in here real quick. We could what, play what the movie, and then
3: you guys say, yeah. Oh, so yeah. what
2: appears to have happened here is these fellas show up um when I got the audio for this this what I what I noticed is that sometimes it was on the left channel sometimes it was on the right channel and right. sometimes things were in both places and what would mm-hmm. very likely happened is the the theater that you played in was not wired up for left and right channels because they do comedy there most of the time and so you probably just got one of the left or the right channels coming through uh, and normal. because of the way their system works and that's why like your audio got cut out but it sounds like these guys went ahead and um, they went ahead and shouted out the lines of the yeah uh, of the, yeah, of the yeah, movie yeah. like when the sound was dead and that's you know yeah. you got to roll with them punches you mm-hmm. got you got to do it
0: This is Johnny Corner. You're listening to By The Way, and you can reach my information, anything you want to know about me, on JohnnyCorn.net. We also have as the co-host... What's up, you guys? This is Reggie Short. You can hit me at uh Instagram and on
1: Facebook at Reggie Shorter. You can hit me on my line, or you can just hit me on website at shorterthanyou.com. And, of course, we
0: have producer Dave. Hey, what's up, what's up? And, of course, Michael Gilkison from Los Angeles. Hey, oh, hey yeah. what's up,
3: guys? Hey. Glad to
0: be here. So, Michael...
1: Yuki
3: way.
0: I think the last time that we actually, this is kind of a reunion for us, uh, the three of us being together in the same place at the same time. I think the last time that we were together in one place at one time.
3: America's most wanted. That's same right. Same motherfucking I, place at the same motherfucking time. Okay. That's right.
0: How do you know about that? Yeah, I was on yeah. the same episode as you. Okay. <laughs> it's just, um, but you actually, you do have Hot. produced some of the kind of coolest uh, shows uh, that I, I think I've seen in comedy outside of the stuff I do, of course, because I'm awesome but yeah uh, you are well <laughs> I, I was being facetious but thank you so naughty, um, so naughty. yeah i, I was oh yep. that that's another one which we have to talk about but before we get into that uh the last show that we were on was a content show which is down in uh, downtown san jose and it was a pretty cool thing um the terrar theater yeah it, it beautiful beautiful theater how did that come to be just to, out of curiosity no one performs there bro how'd you pull it off
3: uh well my wife Heidi really she put all that together she um knows a lot of people and she knew the people at content magazine and we just got to become friends with them Daniel is really cool the, the um the the guy that runs the show there is not editor-in-chief he's got another name for it um but he's the best and then Kristen She's amazing. She really made the show happen. Was um, um, God, I feel terrible. I'm blanking on Kristen's last name, Kristen Fund. Yeah, so Kristen and Heidi just you know, we all collaborated and uh, made it happen.
0: Now, I should point out that the four people in the movie, uh, Comedy of the Corn, was the three of us and then Heidi. Heidi, of mm-hmm. course, is your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, just for yep. people that are trying to follow along. Uh, now.
3: Oh, and on on that show we had
0: Asan Ahmed.
4: Yes. And
3: um, Assan opened for he opened for Brendan Schaub on Brendan Schaub's last Showtime special that he mm. shot in San Diego. If any of you guys are into that that world,
0: now was uh, K Kid in this one as well? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to Yes, Miss K, Miss mm-hmm.
3: K Kid. Yep. Now, she's she a fantastic
0: uh, comedian. If anyone wants to check her out. I'm going to give her a plug. Uh, just look up miss K kid. You'll find her. And when I say kid, that's K I D D very funny comedian and under a lot of people's radar and I like to change that. So Miss M I S S
3: dude. Like people who love Tiffany Haddish and just love that energy and hilariousness that she has. Miss K kid has all that. She's just, she's that level.
0: Yeah, she's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, mm-hmm. How many did you? So you started with comedy before you started acting? Is that how that worked?
3: Yes, yes. I um, I, I went to college and I studied writing, and you know, I, I decided not to go the creative route growing up in the South and stuff. You're and, from Kentucky, uh, by
0: the way. I'm just letting people know. Yes,
3: yes, Thank you, thank you for that. Lexington, wild, Kentucky, is where cats. I was born.
0: Wildcat country. For, mm-hmm. The reason why I point that out is because the South is a whole big area. Um, so
3: it's it is and it's the north of the south too like during the civil war it was it was union and confederate so when they were talking about brothers fighting against each other it was literal brothers on opposite sides now you you know what the
0: best um, thing about uh, and and, and i'm serious about this the best thing about (laughs) kentucky is the bourbon
3: Oh, well, it's incredible! Yes, I mean it's incredible, yeah. And I've tried a lot of it too. So,
0: yeah, uh, you yeah, haven't we all? Wood, uh,
3: Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve is the best, and but, I, I was, I grew
0: up in Woodford County too. So. Is that why your stage name used to be uh, Michael Woodford?
3: Yeah, because I had this, I had this highfalutin <laughs> job where I was like a university professor and tech guy and stuff, and. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get fired because I knew that the stuff I said on stage was controversial, and and like a Catholic university wouldn't necessarily agree with what I thought about things, and not no. molesting kids, and you know all the other stuff that I, you know, think is crazy that people shouldn't do that well, they are okay with.
0: You see, you and I have the, a lot so, of things that in common. Um, I I was selling appliances during the day, doing stand up at night. And so that's why I would be John Nalty during the day and Johnny Corn at night. Um, so I could tell people if they saw the the routine, I could say, well, that's not me. That's him. Right. You know, and give a little bit of separation between the two. So that makes perfect sense to me. Exactly. So you, I still yeah, crack you, in the
1: daytime I'm Reggie, but then at the nighttime, I'm a comedian <laughs> and I'm Reggie Short, but I still crack and I'm Reggie. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different person, but it's the same person.
3: Well, the difference, the difference yeah. is we're all comedians and you can't suppress a comedian. It's going to come out one way or the other. Okay. salesman whether you're a teacher whether you're selling a uh, product you know you're it's gonna come out you're gonna be that person no matter what well i and remember doing when training you, when you got bills to pay you gotta figure out how to pay them <laughs> exactly make exactly. some money you know i i used to
0: be a, a a guy that go around training people on new appliances and so i used to do it as a comedy routine except it was a training where i would train them on the features of the product uh and so it did come in handy for that because people definitely were not bored. Um, you know, it was kind of interesting. So, uh, how long have you been in California? So, um,
3: uh, let's see, I've been here since 2013. But to go, to go back and answer your other question, I studied creative writing as an undergrad and then I got a teaching degree at West Virginia University. I, I moved to Australia for a year and I taught there. And that was in 2012. 2013, I moved to California and I moved to the Bay Area and started doing comedy, where I was just like, okay, this is, this is what I've always wanted to do. So it's time to do that.
0: Now, I, I think yeah. I met you pretty much when you started or pretty mm-hmm. close to it. Um, yes. Yeah. I started yeah. with my sixth year
3: s- too. So we got to be
1: around the same time. Mike, we both started probably around the same time.
3: Yeah, we started at we, we, me and you started going to the same open mic, the hellish we, mics. Yep, you know, hellish. We got we got good, you know, like a, like we did a year or something. Then Johnny, you opened up your room. I remember. And I cried. You I'm... really, you really allowed us to grow because like uh, giving a, a new comedian like a lot of stage time, mm-hmm. like a fifteen. Like when you when you're an open micer and you're just doing five minute sets and then somebody's like whoa we're going you're funny we're going to give you 10 minutes now and you're like oh my god how am i going to do 10 you let the five breathe then this it's the same with 20 exactly. like oh man and, and you gave us that you gave us yep. time to do eventually an hour Thank and then you. we're like oh well if i could do this 20 i could build another 20 and then another one now i have three 20s that are four fives and you gave us that. You allowed us to grow. And
1: your confidence well, goes yeah. up, you know, because you're happy about being, getting a little more stage time, getting more comfortable, not waiting for a quick light or somebody to look at you all weird and make you feel all stupid. You know? I,
0: I have a couple of luxuries, though. Um, I should explain to uh, the audience out there um, that usually comedians, when you go and do an open mic, you do an open mic, and you go like five minutes, and then you work on another five minutes, and you do that in an open mic, and then another five minutes, you do that in an open mic. And, minutes, an open mic. and I remember... Early on, uh, I I won't tell you how long I've been doing comedy, but it, I I think, uh, gosh, I think McKinley was president at the time. But hmm. uh, but, you, you you someone say like, you, you're doing ten minutes. I'm like, oh god, how am I gonna get ten minutes? And now someone says you've got ten minutes, and going like, god, how do I get it down to ten minutes? It it changes uh, over time.
3: Oh the the game is opposite now Mm -hmm. because um, where I've been growing now, it reminds me of where Reggie and I first started. It's called the the comedy dojo, Yep, but it's at the, it's at the Sycamore Tavern on sunset Boulevard, sunset and La Brea. And like Sam Tripoli started that room and he's like the best. He's, he's such a nice guy for comics and helping comics grow and understanding. And Sam and Trevor Cavallo they started that room and they started doing like live UFC events there, like, you know, uh, with Punch Drunk Sports with my friend Jason Tebow. And um, that's also Sam's podcast and Ari Shafir. And those guys do, did shows there. And it was just one room upstairs. Well, then Trevor decided to have open mics every night of the week downstairs <laughs> so now this is like a mini comedy store without the third room you So know, i've been i've been hitting these mics with just comics and you only get like three minutes
0: oh three minutes I don't four, know how to, four
3: minutes rather four There's minutes open mics out I'm just there to
0: like four o'clock
1: in the morning dude that they have hey. that uh what's that the los angeles open mic bureau or something like that
3: like oh, oh
0: my goodness they've got an app for the and, los angeles and you won't
3: even get up dude. like you could not. It's it's almost buckets. You could go to some place and it's a bucket and you and you don't even get up. Oh, but that's what I was gonna say. At the comedy store, you gotta build a three minutes. 'Cause Mitzi that goes back to Mitzi Shore where she wants you to light up that room in three minutes and show people what you got. So Nipsey that Shope. that room at the that room at the dojo really helped me grow because I get my three minutes, and then tight. You can
0: perform it there, and when it's yeah, tight. nice. Oh, so.
3: and, and then I got five minutes uh, this past Saturday, and Trevor, Trevor was like cool enough to throw me up on a show, and he was like, he was like, hey, you want to do five? I was like, yes, thank you, Trevor. And I went up, and they were laughing at parts that I, you know, never got responses from. I had to slow down to let them laugh
0: and you know that's actually a good thing there's a couple things when you are performing you have to be present mm-hmm. you have to be paying attention present, to what's going on yes. around you so and let, if them, someone, and let them laugh yeah mm-hmm. or if they clap mm-hmm. if people start clapping because they talk about my sisters now uh and so when they start clapping in a part uh then you just let them clap mm-hmm. and then you continue on right uh as opposed Dude. to like I, i've seen so many com- there's a couple pet peeves i have um but One of which is if you're a good comedian, you should have more than five minutes. That's one of the reasons why like with Grapes of Laugh or Off the Hook, I would give people more and more time because then they can do a more developed set. Mm -hmm. And if I think that they're ready, they're ready. You know, I was I had the luxury with both of those rooms to have a following, so I didn't necessarily have to worry about them being it being a bringer show. And that helps quite a bit. Bringer shows are When they, uh, when the producer says you have to bring X amount of people, mm-hmm. that's what they call a bringer show. For those that are not comedians. and depending and depending on how many people you bring, is how
1: is how much time you get. Like for example, you get six or seven minutes. So, but if you bring like ten or eleven people, you get like eight or nine minutes or something like that. And
0: or, if you bring one person, you get one minute. <laughs> or
1: they don't. Or, or you're just <laughs> you there. Yeah, you you just you're, you hold you you shine the light for everybody else. So that
3: um that I will say this that show that you did that we all performed at downtown San Jose. Um there's like 150 people there and um like everybody on that lineup was hilarious but Johnny you had the set of the night. Yeah. Like the crowd you you work that crowd like Whoa. they loved you.
0: Yeah, and it helps that I actually, And that's
3: something. Yeah. That's something when you when that you go after
0: Reggie Shorter. funny. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. If I go like, directly. At, well, like thing Reggie is- Shorter, you're
3: you're so fucking hard to follow. I've followed you before in Fresno, and <laughs> it was just terrible.
0: Yeah. Now let me say something. <laughs> you though, made, be, you made me good too. There.
3: Following you, the all the shows was- that I did with you, <laughs> following you, that made me better.
1: Fuck. Hey, you put it you put it out there though, man. This last one, I mean that Fresno <laughs> show, the food was
0: gross. Now, you brought you bought that wood though. Oh. I, we have stories about some bad food and bad oh my venues. Gosh. But I will tell this um thank you very much for the compliment. And uh I always look at Reggie Shorter and I go like man I need to up my game so going after him I'm like okay Thanks all right you, you you did that I'm gonna do this and we play off each other really well in that way that's one of the reasons why I like taking uh, road trips with you yeah because, because
1: he's so hard on himself you know what I'm saying Johnny will have an amazing fucking set you know how he is Mike he'll have a great set yeah. and also he'll just beat up on himself the whole damn time I'm like uh, dude you actually killed right I now know, right? but you're gonna be hating I, yourself uh, the next couple hours like all right I'm, I'm a tad
0: uh, yeah. I'm a tad bit of a perfectionist sometimes you do I'm telling you, you you be like I hated that part. I'm like, dude, that was actually funny as <clears throat> shit. Well, my my favorite uh thing that I wrote, um, I think ever, is Pontius Pilate's reality show. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and, and you have to ha- have a certain knowledge of the Bible to get it. But mm-hmm. it, it's funny because Oh,
3: that that downtown San Jose show. Love loving. Oh my god. Oh that
0: making a
4: show.
3: Mm-hmm. Make it a show. <laughs> yeah. Wait,
4: like, what? They had that. And
0: uh, I don't know. Was I doing um, Stoner Mumps in History yet? Uh, Yeah, because that's a pretty popular bit. Oh, yeah. That was your
3: closer. Especially
0: 2019. That kills, bro. Well, yeah. I mean, all of it's true. The thing is, like, you try to educate people when you uh, do stand-up. You don't know what their knowledge level is. So that was a way for me to be able to make a joke out of something intellectual Mm -hmm. that they may not necessarily know, but make it into a stoner joke. So there you go.
1: Oh, yeah, this, dude, dude, and Asan appreciates those jokes definitely.
3: And uh, Asan went last, and it was even like for him to go up. He was like, "Oh shit, man!" Like, and he's he's good. Like he's opening for Brendan Schaub, mm-hmm. and he's like following us, and he's like, "Gosh, I want to get up. I want to get up."
0: Yeah, I.
3: So that's something too hell yeah
0: the, the thing I liked about that stage was a nice large st- here's the thing. I don't like small stages. I'm a bit of a hyperactive person uh, when I'm on stage and so oh, I it? like a lot of, <laughs> just a bit just a tad. Oh yeah um, and so I, I like to be able to use the entire stage, connect with everybody in the audience. and that place was perfect because it was such a large and kind of curved mm-hmm. stage. so uh, I would always I was, it was going in to the different-
3: corner of the room. Yeah, I was but going to shut it out like fifty yards. Oh man, I was sweating, and, and running was around. I had a good time.
0: Like, uh, since the improv, everybody's in front of you. It's a flat stage, right? Uh, with this, mm-hmm. it's kind of it kind of has a curve to it, so you can actually uh, connect with people on the corners. And as it ain't well. so high and so damn dangerous either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if that was, <laughs> I, I swear. Yeah. Now, uh, what was the worst? Well, God, we've done some pretty bad shows together. Um, what? Okay, do you have like a story of like the worst? Show that you've ever done it, without using someone's name.
3: Oh, is let's see. Are you talking about my performance or the actual show?
0: The actual show. The actual show. Oh, um, a couple. I I have one, uh, and that uh, is, this show I came mean, with free food and everything, and it was still awful. Right. I remember watching. I mean,
3: out, yeah, it's a bunch. I don't want. I don't know. There's oh, you don't want to see it. one of them. I'd have to say it was that one where any of the ones where the comics outnumbered the audience. (laughs) Well, that's pretty much true.
0: And that happens a lot for people that don't know. If you're not a comedian, you may not know that sometimes you go out and there's like three people in the audience and 14 comedians. And so, and they've heard your joke over and over and over. Uh, so, like uh, that happened to me uh, at a, a pizza parlor here because I was going, oh, I'm just going to grab a last minute set. And I knew it was an open mic and went up there. And all of them were comedians and nobody was there. So I just went a whole uh, ten minutes about the Dollar Tree, uh, which is in the same parking lot, and that was my entire set. Uh, so, because I know they've heard everything I've done, so I just basically ad libbed the entire uh, thing until uh, they told me, okay, you have to get off stage. Uh, the police are coming. <laughs> Um, so, so, but I do. There's this one place I do remember somewhere in center, central uh, Valley of Northern California. When I say that, more, more north of here, north of Sacramento, mm-hmm. I went into and I forget the city. I went in and they had this giant Confederate flag, and I. Uh, so, <laughs> so, no, this is a true story. So I go in there, and I'm like, uh, okay. So I go up, and the very first thing I said, oh, celebrating coming in second place, I see. And that was the very first thing I That's said. That was your opener. That was my opener. That
3: sums it up. The direction, right? <laughs> and I just
0: ragged on. You guys are in California have a um, a Confederate flag. They weren't in the Civil War, you know.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just shitting on your audience with your yeah, the, the joke. entire, yeah. <laughs> I did 20
0: minutes of that. <laughs> and uh, then after the, maybe 25 minutes, and then after the show. And uh, see,
3: I, you're, you're such a nice guy. I wouldn't picture that coming out of your mouth. But yeah. you just like oh,
0: there's a mischievous being
3: like oh, come in second place. I see, right. <laughs> so great.
0: Because so oh, thank you for saying I'm a nice guy. i so, you know. like I love the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. The, the the here's the thing with um, here's the thing should be our after show uh, name. I do that all mm-hmm. the time.
1: I
3: definitely
1: yeah, do his a, I got that from Barack Obama. I was gonna say that's the Barack Obama yeah. impression
0: oh well, here's the thing ever since I started doing that impersonation, I've started saying, mm-hmm. well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. it's kind of just because he's
3: had he's had so many moronic people saying things he's oh, like, yeah. hey, what if what if, what if everybody in this country had health care and we made it good and 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 we and then the Republicans are like, oh, as long as we privatize it we get all the money private corporations. And he's like, no, I don't want to do it that way. And it's like, but I do want it to happen. So he's like, well, here's the, yeah, just, and he could never lose his cool either.
4: Mm-hmm. Like no, Keen Appeal,
3: where they had his anger translator. Because yes, if he was... lost his cool, they would be like, oh, no, he's he's angry. He's this, that. Yeah, oh. he's going to need a five it's right like, now. Dude, he's he's kind of
1: pissed off. He needs
0: five right now. Well, and, and that's the thing. He, he like, had yeah. to be spot on. So uh and because if you he's like the Jackie Robinson of uh presidential uh, <clears throat> of the presidency. If uh, people
3: are saying shit they're like oh he remember he was affiliated with that guy in Chicago and this this guy like did something it's nothing compared to like how it is now but they're well, like right. oh, the he crooks, was his college.
1: office man like he's like you are you serious
2: do you remember like
3: well that was his college professor, and and he invited him over to his house one time. What are you like, about? I,
2: That's Reverend Wright. If, if, he's talking about Reverend I, Wright, I, the guy that said "God yeah. damn America." Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. talking about Reverend Wright. That's a, like a radical. He's a radical preacher, yeah. and. Uh, See, but, here's, but so here's what, yeah. like everybody has like everybody like that's gone to a bunch of different churches is exactly. stepped foot into one where somebody's a radical. That's just the way. Yeah, that's not that's, yeah. not that's not that's not act like what what the crooks that come on now. Well, you even know if what I'm
0: be, even if you're not religious, My you you, go, was a you can go into like a you're at a wedding <laughs> or you're at a funeral or you had a, a a a um <coughs> whatever, a, a baptism and uh they'll pull up footage of you in the audience with that person, right? If it's if they are you know, <coughs> you, you you don't know. Anyway, uh, oh so, yeah.
3: And, and, and we all know this, this person, like somebody in our comedy community who we've all hung out with at shows, uh, did some shady shit with a girl and got like all these rape accusations yeah. and all of us were, we're like, uh, yeah. this guy, like, I knew this guy was creepy and a little weird, but a lot of people are creepy and weird. I didn't know he yeah. was like rapist. Well, level. And, and
0: let me put it this and way. Then,
3: and then like, People could say that about us. They're like, Oh, well, those guys perform with him? I didn't know that. That's yes. not my life. That's well, guilt, that guy. Guilt
2: That's by association problem. guilt by association only works if you continue association after you find something out or you enable the person doing the thing. Right. Like, like, continue, otherwise, anyway. otherwise, yeah. otherwise, like otherwise like you 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 have some people that you go out for drinks with or they're part of your comedy community. You don't know everything about them. Right. It's it's a matter of like right. are you if 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 you help them do the thing that they've done, well right. then yeah. Or if you have supported the material in materially in any way since, or those kinds of things, or if you're making excuses for them, but just having known somebody and then like moving on to something else and like not knowing them anymore—that's not guilt by association. I agree. It's like you holding the camera, you ain't right. peeing
1: on them. You know what I'm saying? It's like with R. Kelly stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I held the camera, but I didn't actually pee on them. You know what I'm saying? It's like I <laughs> oh, didn't know
0: going on. Yeah, that guy's on. guilt by association. Yeah, he Chose so, to yeah. film. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yes. yes, I would say so. Uh, now, now the other thing
3: is—he's is like, like, "Can I get the residuals on that too?" I got splashed a little. I <laughs> To replace my list. water
2: It's all Fuji water. Ooh, ooh, Fuji water. <laughs> the dude needs to hire a lawyer, and he needs some royalties. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so, <laughs> splash Zone.
0: <laughs> Film, yeah. Splash Zone Two. All
1: the right. sequel. <laughs> you
0: dehydrated? You are in luck. You are dehydrated. Splash Works Number Three. Squirt on the throat, right here. All so, uh, we, we <laughs> performed together at uh, a place called the corner, which is a show that you put on years ago. That's uh, the place called the corner. Oh uh,
3: yeah. And, uh, that's where it was, I did my first hour special. Yeah. to you being able to let me work my stuff and film an hour. Yeah.
0: Well, cool. and you, so now you work, can people see that video? Is that uh, something that's in wide distribution of your stand up?
3: <laughs> I, um. I showed that video to a friend when I moved to LA and this guy's been doing it for like 20 years and he has stories about like all the famous comics now. And he's, there's even one comic where he, um, he like threatened to fight the guy and they like, everybody would know who this comic is. But, um, I don't know. Uh, you wouldn't know who the guy is I'm talking about now though. But anyway, I watched the special with him and I was like, so what do you think, man? Can I release this, show it to somebody? He was like, ah, I would just use it for practice. I wouldn't release it.
0: <laughs> oh, see. Uh, 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 that. So. But you had this thing called Song vs. Song where we had to come up with um, songs for each. That was, dope. that was dope. Now, do you yeah, want to explain the concept?
3: Yeah, so I have this music podcast that me and Jay Williams did. It's over 200 episodes out and we reviewed albums and and all that kind of stuff and talked about different topics. And eventually we did uh, songs, and I would pick a song that I liked and have Jay listen to it. Jay would pick a song that he liked, and he's more indie and I'm more commercial. So we would just have this conversation for the hour just about those two songs. So I decided, like, oh, we should do this with comedy where one comedian picks a song, we play it, and then the other guy has to do stand-up comedy about it on the spot.
0: Because Reggie and I did that, but we cheated. Yeah, uh, just to let you know.
3: What were your what What songs did you all pick for each other?
0: He chose
1: uh, he chose "Shake It Off," uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and I chose "The Humpy Dance," uh, "Digital Underground."
0: See, because we, we knew. Uh, what would push the other person? But we're the only person that followed the rules.
1: Other than that, we're the only ones that stuck. That's to the true. Script. We stuck. Sam and them other guys—they did not stick to. It's Chris. Chris. They, Chris Foster. You guys did not stick to the uh, rules. You guys. You guys yeah. went there and did written the information. That was not the rules.
0: Well, what what they did basically. So what we did was we actually riffed on the song, and what everybody else did was they kind of uh, did their own. Segued did. it back into the stand standup comedy. Who
3: who did Sam battle? Sam Marcou is who we're talking about.
0: He. I can't remember anymore. That was a while. Was it Chris Foster? Was it Chris Foster? Oh, I Chris think Foster? it might have been. I think it was Chris Foster. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And for the Good and for
3: those of you that and for those of you that don't know, I want to talk to Sam Marcus soon because he opened for Louis CK at the Improv at the beginning of the year that nice. everybody's talking about. Since we're talking hot topics for comedy now. And guilt by association.
0: Well, there's a picture of me, by the way, with that one comic uh, that had the rape allegations. Whoa. Yeah, there is a uh, picture of me with him. <laughs> um, so I'm just putting oh, it out there. I just I I met the guy that night and that I, I don't know him, um, but I'm not gonna say who it is. <laughs> You'll know in case it comes out. Somebody yes. shoot
1: me a text right now. Who are y'all
0: talking about? Yeah, I'm I'm keeping I'm the name out of Touching on the people, it. nasty motherfuckers. So, uh, Michael. Well, Cosby. It no well. Yeah, that's a little bit more complicated. Nah. But um, so let me ask you uh, if people want to see your stuff, what's the best way for people to see your stuff?
3: Uh, probably just Instagram because oh. I put a lot of my stuff on Instagram. I think I still have some stuff on YouTube floating around. Uh, I definitely have a lot of podcasts on iTunes. It's called In the Galaxy Podcast. You can find that on iTunes, Podbean,
2: uh, Google
3: Play, Stitcher. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, but those are some older episodes. Um, you should have somebody
2: from over here at Echoplex on your show sometime. We uh, could use a little promotion help. There you go. I, I, oh,
3: yeah, I would love that. Cool, yeah, cool. I would love to help any way I can. Yeah, you guys, are if, if, Dave, if you, you're dope.
0: If you happen to know a, um, a couple of guys that, that uh, you happen to work with before that happen to be part of the Echoplex
2: family, <laughs> oh, I wanted to send someone over there to talk about the podcast network, though. Oh, got it, got so, it. So, like, it would be me or Ashley. Oh, got it. Okay, makes, awesome. makes sense. So,
3: well, I've, I've got some stuff in the works where I'm starting a new podcast, and I'm I'm pitching that idea now, and it's it's going to be really exciting. So,
1: I'm in. You know, uh, if you need us, well, me and Johnny
3: try down there. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be so much fun. Yeah.
0: Now, I'm going to point out also that. Um, Maybe there's some early stuff of uh, you at Off the Hook years ago. That'd be kind of fun. I don't know if there's any of those videos that are still out there or not. Uh, that Probably, just popped into yeah, my mind. YouTube. Yeah, I, very. So if you want, it's said the Dive of Dives. If you look up, you know, so and so at Off the Hook Comedy. You'll
3: have to, you'll have to search Michael Woodford. Yeah, that that's was right. Because that's early, early. Early days, yeah. Yeah, you went and by Michael Woodford,
0: and I always wondered why. Uh, and it turns out Woodford County. Got Mike,
1: it. I remember I remember when I seen I remember my first time at the improv, you're the first person I spoke to in that hallway. When I got that first oh, shot, really? when I got that very first shot, you you sat down by me, we sat down and we chopped it, we were in the back by the DJ table and you were like we were like and then uh me and you had a conversation. Well uh, I'm sorry go ahead, go ahead.
0: Well, we, we performed at the uh, improv a couple of times uh, together. Yeah. so that, that was my actually, very first
1: time. time my very first time when uh, when Worm shout out to uh, Worm uh, Herman Romero thanks a lot man for giving me a shot and uh, he definitely just oh, yeah. asked me did I have 10 minutes and uh, went up there and used to do like I'm telling you my show before man it was so much I do an intro show break dance a little bit try to rap it was Like that, Herman was like you ain't gotta do all that bro I was like thank
3: you so much do you know any? Well, you're you're hilarious. If I if I was running that club in San Jose, I would have you there.
1: I really appreciate that, man. Because like it's has been really hard to get
0: in there nowadays.
3: Well, it's-, it's you know it's very corporate the structure now.
0: Yeah, man. well, there's a whole so. long story of what happened with this as the San Jose Improv, which we won't get into here because it'll a, oh, yeah, really it will take the entire length of the podcast. I'm trying to test to that explain- stage before this year goes. You know. All right, so um, we're going to let you go before too terribly long, but uh, you have a son.
3: Yeah, he's... Uh, let me see what today is. Today is the 8th, and he turns 2 on the 11th. See, I
4: can't
0: believe that Now, uh, during the filming of uh, Comedy of the Corn, um, she was pregnant. We're uh, pretty close to it. No, no. We're not. No. Maybe it was, it was just th-
3: corn pop. He was just a corn pop. It was just <laughs> a corn pop
1: at
0: that. Time. <laughs> I, I, I was. It's still, it's still pop secret.
3: <laughs> it was a pop secret. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so Michael, um, who is your like, like your inspiration, like as a comedian?
3: Um. Well, you guys hanging around people like you guys ones that keep me in it because you have to have good friends that keep you in it. That's true. The, it's all about people, building
0: 100%. It's about building
1: your
3: people, comedy. Yeah. A comedy family. The, You know, it's it's pretty much the same as a lot of other people. Richard Pryor got me into it. George Carlin. Yeah. I watched a lot of Howie Mandel when I was a kid. You know, I'd go to Blockbuster. I'd get the videos. Dice Clay. um, Bill Burr is like the the contemporary one. Uh, my you know my friend Jason Tebow, he's hilarious, and like I listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Anybody that Joe puts a stamp on is is really good mm-hmm. to me. Now, and, how, like Joey Diaz, now he's crushing it.
0: Now how about like um, since you're a director, how, what any directors that you just absolutely uh, that that inspired you?
3: Yeah. Uh, most recently, I'd have to say it's Martin Scorsese, because I'm binge watching Boardwalk Empire mm. and he's got his own flavor to it. Like whenever there's a dramatic moment, he has that Scorsese push where he pushes in on him and they give him that look and you know some shit's about to go down. See. But um yeah, I, I, all that
0: I do see you as the next Ron Howard. I I, I actually mean that. I'm telling you.
3: I yeah, see, I, I see. gotta I gotta get it going. You've got you guys really though, like no lie. You I, got your back. I was at a bit of a slump. I was feeling down, and you guys built me back up again. You guys let me for. know what I've done. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, because three of us you know. are in
1: inner posse, so it's. I like, mean, check it out. I mean, I mean, look how Stranger Things is, bro. We're in the third season. The black kids are still living. You know, I'm happy, bro. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and there's an extra. I mean,
3: and there's there's more
0: black kids and, and look at all the i mean look at these, these monsters
1: line. will fuck some shit up i mean look at that no black uh,
0: people i know dead i'm proud see there you go <laughs> uh so uh michael we're gonna um i think uh just i think this is the end of the podcast for now but let me ask yeah, you this
3: just, just hit me up on instagram michael michael
0: you follow me there you know uh you're uh in Los Angeles, you were kind enough. Where our studios are here in uh, the Bay Area, so I thank you very much for
2: taking time uh, to video chat with us. Good hearing from you, man. Wow!
3: Thank and, you, guys. Yeah, it's a pleasure. And just uh,
2: just in the chat for the Discord, drop a uh, drop a couple links to where people can find you. I'll put them in the show notes.
3: Sure, absolutely.
0: All right, and hey, Michael, it's it's awesome hearing from you. And I'm going to talk to you about. Grapes of Laugh shortly when I get home.
3: Yeah, awesome.
0: Okay, I have not forgotten. Good talking to you, man. Yeah,
3: thank you, guys. Yeah, pleasure, guys. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Michael. Uh, this is Johnny Corn. You can reach me at uh, johnnycorn.net. You've reached the end of a very good, uh, off. by the way, uh, and... Uh, co-host Reggie Shorter here. You can reach me here
1: at uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Uh, or my website is shorter than you. Mr. Um, Reggie Shorter underscore. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate this.
2: And the back of house stuff. If you like this podcast, go to patreon.com slash Echoplex. If you join at the $5 level, you will get this unedited, including the audio from the, uh, from the, the- goofing on their movie together, which won't make any sense, but that's okay. That'll be up on YouTube. Speaking of that, follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash media mostly making fun of conspiracy theorists and Jordan Peterson, but also other good stuff on there. We had an interview with the guy who's uh, trying to bring back the uh, Polish dog in the year 2020. And he's got a whole campaign about it. We had an interview with him last night, and Pink that's Sports on the that's on the big show. The big show's live every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific. On Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific, we have, uh, we have the intellectual dollar tree where we make fun of the intellectuals of the day because they're very make fun of a bull and then friday afternoon i do deconstructing derp that's around 2 30 p.m depending upon my uh, schedule we take apart conspiracy videos and uh, take calls from people in discord if they're mad at me because maybe i was making fun of their video uh you can join the discord at discord.me echoplex and you can find all of our podcasts at echoplexmedia.com podcast this is rude vibrations by Mon- by monkey thanks for checking out by the way with johnny corn
4: vibration oy, oy. rude 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 vibration hey rude 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 vibration
5: rude 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 rude, rude vibration west, If that's what yeah, I decide Let me take you for a trip, let me take you for a ride Don't miss the fight, I need the line Just in case you never tried In and out is what me love, watch me rolling like the tide I am all over this country, not unlike the great divide What the best in the west, filled me up with joy and pride It is a smooth and rude vibration, everybody step aside When we come to get me kicks, ain't nothing gonna break my stride Road, 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 road vibration. So oh, road, road,
4: road, road, road vibration. Road, 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 road vibration. Now hear monkey dem my play. Road, 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 road vibration.
5: Catch the spirit, run the engine, make sure it don't give up the ghost Hear me through the grapevine, I'm the first pass, the poor's Number one, the pan the one, now me grind fi rock and boas Road the pan the one, no one the pan the king Fly away from San Diego till me reach San Francisco Bay San Anselmo, San Luis Abinfo And the other city, them that start with S and end in O Road, 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 road vibration
4: Rude, rude vibration Rude, 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 rude vibration Sing it to me one more time Rude, 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 rude vibration